Before I get started with this video, I want to make a few notes. I'm not a medical professional, and I'm also a minimalist. So, this is mostly an opinion piece based on experience, but also what I've been reading. And a lot of this is new, so most people won't be talking about any of this, and it might not be for a very long time until we talk about this, because psychology isn't really talking about developmental disorders among minimalists. So there's probably nothing in the DSM about this. There's no research about this. This is strictly anecdotal evidence. And essentially, we don't really know anything about this. But if I look at the behaviors of minimalists, I have to say there's something not quite right. It's not quite normal. And obviously, it has to fit in somewhere from a psychology perspective. Of course, is this a bad thing? Like, is being a minimalist a bad thing? I personally do not think so. But that being said... Is being hyperactive a bad thing? Well, people think it is, but I don't know if ADHD is actually a bad thing. Like, I don't know if being highly energetic is a bad thing. I, I personally don't think so. Being highly unfocused is maybe not a bad thing, but of course it's now classified as a disorder. So let's look at minimalism and let's talk about why this is a developmental disorder. Typically, developmental disorders come up from childhood. That's usually how it works. Some sort of experience from childhood shows up. Now, when I look at myself, I was always very particular about being orderly as a child. Now, I looked through all the developmental disorders. I went through all of the different disorders that psychology has classified under the DSM, and I can't find anything related to being obsessed with orderliness. Now, there, there, there's got to be something, I would think. There's, there's got to be something. I, I suppose it might fall under obsessive-compulsive disorder. Yeah, it could be a form of that, okay? But we haven't really done studies, by the looks of it, on minimalists and their obsession towards less. Now, you could say this is a good or a bad thing if you are a minimalist, okay? Your desire to clear your clutter, that's a good thing to a point. But then if you become obsessed with it and you have to live your life that way, it might get in the way of enjoying the things that you would have enjoyed otherwise. So it depends on how far you take this. But if I look at myself as a child, I showed early indicators of being orderly having things in a certain way, okay? Ensuring that I cut down on how many things I was putting in my backpack when I went to school. This is literally a thing for me. Reducing the weight, taking less and less things, and actually getting anxiety over how much I was carrying to school. This is all very very reflective of what maybe a developmental disorder would be. So, 
I'm not a psychologist, so obviously a psychologist might check this out and say, hey, I know exactly what you've got. Cool. I mean, I'm just throwing this out here because nobody's actually talking about minimalists and the fact that they do have disorders. I truly believe it. As someone who is a minimalist, I would say that it's very much a common thing that there is some sort of disorder that's going on in their heads. They're coming from a place where they've obviously done some sort of compulsive behavior, behavior that has stemmed from years and years. Perhaps it's overconsumption. It's to a point where they've had enough. They've gotten this extreme anxiety over it. And now they are going towards the opposite end of the spectrum, which is minimalism. It's almost like a like an outcry, uh, a, a revolt, a revolt against your old ways, and that's what minimalism is. It is a type of action as like a statement against what you were originally living like. And it's like anti-consumerist behavior. It's, it's very much a certain kind of extreme that psychologically we have not actually analyzed. So what is going on with these people, including myself, obviously, because I'm quite obsessed with cutting down things. Every week I'm constantly thinking about how to pare things away. Not to a point where I have one fork and one knife. No, I still have four forks, four knives, four spoons. Very particular about not having more than that, of course. But getting down to the essentials. Always desiring bare essentials. There's this thing among minimalists, this desire to cut out the things that are in the way. Because we can't live with things that are in the way. We can't actually function when things are in the way. If you have a yellow t-shirt among your charcoal t-shirts, it affects how you live day to day. It gets in your way. It negatively affects your life. So we seem to have this thing which affects our temperament. It affects our mindset. It affects our well-being. See, we can't live among chaos, so we must live among minimalism. And if we are living among among minimalism and we depend on minimalism, chaos destroys our life. It completely debilitates us, it seems. Now, I notice this when I go to a place and it's very much cluttered and I start analyzing ways to make it less cluttered. Now, anyone that's a minimalist and says, well, they're living with a significant other, but that significant other is not bothering them in terms of minimalism, that significant other is a clutter freak and that's okay. No, 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 that minimalist, the true minimalist is actually very much bothered by that living situation. They're just not admitting it. They're accepting it but in their in their minds it's literally eating away at them and it's bothering them guaranteed a clean freak is very much bothered by mess and i would say a minimalist is very much bothered by clutter otherwise they would have clutter in their life 
So there's something to do with a developmental disorder here, and I don't know if it's a bad thing, because I argue that ADHD is not a bad thing. If you have this diagnosis that you have ADHD, I actually don't think that's a bad thing, and I could argue that it's a good thing, because you can channel it into certain pursuits where you can create things, you can, you can do a lot of different things that other people maybe can't because they have a very normal temperament about things. But somebody who's highly energized, you, you, could, you could channel that somehow. Just like someone who's a minimalist, you can channel this impulse to orderliness. You can channel it not in just one's life, but in the world. You can channel it so that you're organizing the world in a certain way. And a lot of minimalists are doing fantastic with this. But they're using minimalism as a way to sell business. They're using minimalism as a way to sell what they do. And they're literally implementing minimalism in everything that they do. They're cutting down everything to the essentials to the point where it's very it's very bare bones. There's very little to it. And I would say that the world has this desire towards minimalism because they are living in a chaotic life. They are fed up with it. And they're developing a disorder around chaos, perhaps, and they're moving towards an obsession for cleanliness and orderly and decluttering. It's getting to a different level. I can even look at businesses. I can see how logos are getting more and more pared down to very minimalist nature. Why? Because people are craving this desire to cut out everything, make it very, very simple. And yet some of the coolest logos were designed dozens of decades, well, not dozens of decades, Several decades ago, some of the best logos were created. They had the most character. They, they weren't overly complicated, but they weren't cut down to the point where there's meaninglessness. There, there's real meaning. And I would say that that was a good balance. Like It felt normal. It felt like a, what a logo should be. Whereas today, I think businesses are really cutting things out, not just logos, but everything from staff to how to operate, cutting it all out so that it's a very, very basic, very little character. It's like we're all moving towards a disorder because we're obsessed with this thing. And I don't know what it's called. I actually don't know what this is all called. I don't think we have a definition for this. But I would definitely say that minimalists are suffering from something whether it be from a past time in their life or the current situation. I, I, there's not enough detail. There's not enough study out there. But it's so fascinating to me how obsessed we are with cutting everything out of our lives. And when you do all that, yes, it feels freeing. But then at what point do you feel like there's an emptiness. Now you cut it all out, and maybe you went too far. At what point is it too far? 
And that's kind of the very blurred line. If you talk to any minimalist, they'll say, well, it doesn't really matter how many items you cut down to. What matters is, is that what you have is meaningful to you. I'm like, this is all very vague. There's no clear definition on this. So you're going to get a bunch of people moving towards minimalism who have no idea at what point to stop. For me, I had like two of everything for a long time. And then at some point in my life, I decided I'm going to cut this down over a period of several years. I think two or three years, I worked on paring away the things I didn't need to the point where now... I don't really get rid of too much because I don't have that much left to be getting rid of. But I'm conscious of what comes in and I'm conscious of what leaves my place. I'm very particular and intentional about what comes in. And why is that? Because maybe I have a disorder. Now, I look at a lot of the disorders and I say, well come on, are we really grasping at straws here? Like, really? ADHD? Really? Does, is that something that really needs to exist? Because the word disorder does not feel very good. It doesn't feel good to be called something. It's like obesity. Is that a disorder? I just, I don't know if that's really a disorder. But since we're calling things what they are, well, we need to call minimalism what psychologically it could very well be. And is it affecting someone's life to the point where they're not living to their full potential? Could be. If they're so obsessed with minimalism, they're maybe missing out on what they could have been doing. Instead of decluttering to the point of ridiculousness, maybe that person could have been building something up. So at what point is it too crazy? I don't know. I really don't know. But if it becomes something where you're literally just always focusing on the decluttering, I just feel like that's a dangerous path. So you need to have a cutoff point. Okay, we'll talk about all this in all seriousness. You do need to have a cutoff point where minimalism is maybe your thing for a couple weeks and then maybe you just have to carry on with your regular life okay and that's really essentially it and being intentional with how you spend your money but not letting it become an obsession right because if you become a true minimalist it might become an obsession so I don't know if striving towards minimalism is the right answer. I think striving to order is great. Striving to a life that seems manage manageable to you seems right. But minimalism is like one color. It's black or it's white. And there's very little in between. There's not additional fluff. That's really what minimalism, to me, feels like. And you get to a point where people are very interested in your life, but I think it's also because your life is uncommon. It's, it's not a normal way of living. Because it's okay to buy things, it's okay to have things, 
But how far are you going in the wrong direction? Or is it the wrong direction? Psychology has some work to do on this front. And it will be fascinating to see how we look at minimalists down the road and how we classify them. Because we're starting to classify people. We're starting to classify people who act a certain way. And minimalists act a certain way, and that needs classification, I suppose. I mean, we're already classifying hyperactive kids. We're calling them a certain thing. You have this. We're, we're classifying that. So, minimalism is, is just a very fascinating area, and it's only taken off in the last 10 years as a discussion point, as a, as a way of living, as a lifestyle, as a design. So, it will be fascinating. It will be very fascinating to see how this all works. But I guess you could say, now I'm not into disorders. Like I, If I look at it from a very high level, I would say I have zero disorders. I have zero disorders. I'm very much normal on every front. And yeah, I might be an extreme minimalist. That being said, a psychologist might sit down with me and they might say, well, look, Trev, you've clearly got this disorder. You're obsessed with minimalism. This is what you really are. And I suppose I'd, I'd agree because disorders are there. You can call it what you want, and that's just the reality. But I don't see it as part of my life. I don't see it as a controlling factor, just like I don't see ADHD as a controlling factor. But it's certainly an impulse to order, an impulse to no chaos. it's all very interesting. It's just a very interesting area, which I'm fascinated in. Minimalism itself, I'm, I'm not sure why I got into it. I think I got angry with the fact that things were always a disaster everywhere I looked. And by being organized in my own life, that brought some sort of reassurance. But it never really did. I always had some sort of anxiety that would keep coming up. So the minimalism never really solved anything. It certainly cleaned my life up, but the world was still chaotic around me. So I'm not sure if it actually solved any real problems. So <laughs> I don't know if any of this really helped, but it was a fascinating discussion, and I hope you enjoyed this. Well, until next time, thanks for tuning in. Toodles.